0: How many believe there is power? How many believe there is power in the name of Jesus? I'm going to pivot to Palm Sunday, but I want to begin by telling you, get ready. All of our prodigal sons and daughters are coming back home. Somebody shout like you believe it. High five your neighbor and tell them they're coming back home. High five your other neighbor and tell them they're coming back home. You may be seated. You may be seated. It's Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday. Luke 19, I want you to hear this message, and I'm going to give you the title of the message in a second. Matter of fact, I'll give it to you. The title of the message today is Palm Sunday Promises for 2022. The subtext is the donkey ride. The donkey ride. All right, here we go. Luke 19, verse 28. Jesus went on towards Jerusalem, walking ahead of the disciples. As he came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany, on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. So Jesus is about to go into the most critical week in the history of, human, of humanity, human history. This is the game changer. The week of weeks changed everything. He's approaching the beginning of that week, and he looks at his disciples and says... Go into the village ahead of you. As you go in, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it. Bring it here. Go over go there. You're going to find what you need for my journey ahead of you. It's waiting for you. If anyone asks, why are you untying the colt, just say the Lord needs it. So they went and found the, young, the donkey, the colt, as Jesus had said. And sure enough, as they were untying it, the owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? The disciples simply replied, the Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started on the Mount of Olives, all of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. Blessings on the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees, oh, the Pharisees, oh, the Pharisees. Teacher, rebuke your followers. Jesus, why are you permitting people to praise you this way? And he replied, if they kept quiet, the stones, along the road, would burst into cheers. I love this. I want to give you three quick principles regarding, and we're going to focus on, this is all about the entry of Christ, but I want to talk to you and focus on the conduit, the facilitative platform, the medium, the process that Christ engaged for his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, one that would lead for you and I to inevitably have our triumphal entry into eternal life, new life, and abundant life. Jesus decided to step into the most important week, not riding a Maserati, a Porsche, a Mercedes, not even a Land Rover. He came in on a donkey. He came in on a donkey. Three things about the donkey that you need to write down in your spirit. If you want to put them on your phone, go ahead. Number one, the donkey. That donkey was waiting for them. The donkey was already there. Number two, the donkey was new. And number three, the donkey was bound, had to be untied. So I need to break this down for you. Put a picture of a donkey there so we can illustrate this for real quick, real quick. So here it is. Not that donkey. Especially not that donkey. No, no, donkey. I got the best media team in the world. Yes, thank you very much. We're here all week. (laughs) Number one, let's let's, let's digress here. Palm Sunday promise. There was, the donkey was waiting for him. The donkey was new. The donkey had to be untied. You're going to get this in a second. Here's a promise that's connected to this. Palm Sunday promise number one. When you obey God in the now, God provides for your next. i repeat that. When you obey God in the now, God provides for your next. Your obedience activates God's provision. The donkey was waiting for them. He said, you go in and you will find a young donkey tied there. No one has ever in. Untie it and bring it here. Hold on a second. Jesus had yet to go in. Yet he told them to go ahead. And he described in perfect detail what they would find if they obeyed he explained to them there will be a donkey there it will be bound you need to untie it the owner the owner is going to come up and ask you questions here's what you're going to reply he spoke prophetically jesus knew he already saw it's not like jesus jesus already knew he saw what was ahead of them what was waiting for them god is not a reactive god he is a proactive god He knows what you need before you even realize you need it. Supernaturally, He already had everything in place even before they went in. And here's the word just like Jesus on Palm Sunday, God has already been to your Jerusalem. He already provided everything you need for your next chapter. I'll repeat that God already provided everything you need for your next chapter. He already stepped into Monday and filled it with provision for you. He already stepped into the month of May and filled it with provision for you. The month of June, July, he already provided for you. If you obey God's commandments, provision will be waiting for you. But it has to do with obedience. He said, you go ahead. You two go ahead. You will find when you obey, when you surrender to God's will, when you permit him to lead you, Then you can embrace the following truth. The moment you obey God, you're no longer waiting for a breakthrough. I'll repeat that for the hearing impaired. The moment you obey God, you no longer wait for a breakthrough. There's a breakthrough waiting for you. When you are obeying the word of God, the will of God, the spirit of God, you're not waiting for healing. There's a healing waiting for you. God goes ahead. Somebody say, God goes ahead. God goes ahead. God goes ahead. God goes ahead. God God already stepped into your next season. Let me prove it to you. Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Here it is, Isaiah fifty-two, twelve. For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Isaiah 45, verse 2 is fire. This one you need to double down on. Take a screenshot of this verse. This is your verse for the week right here. This one here. Here's what God says. I will go before you. I will level the mountains. This is for someone here for this week. I I will level the mountains. I will break down the gates. And I will cut through the bars of iron. Somebody should praise him right about now. Let's focus here for a second. I will level the mountains, which means the obstacles in front of you. God says, I got you. If you obey me. If you're living according to my word, my will, and my spirit, I got you. I go ahead of you. I will level. I'm going to remove the obstacles that are in front of you. I'm going to break down the gates. The gates in the Bible represent opposition. That's why the gates of hell shall never prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. The gates represent opposition. And the bars, the bars you're in prison means oppression. And God says, I got you. I'm gonna level the mountains, I'm gonna break down the gates, and I'm gonna cut down the bars of iron. All obstacles, all opposition, and all oppression in your life die this season in the name of Jesus. If somebody should lift up their hands and praise God, like you believe it. Somebody repeat after me in Jesus' name. All obstacles say it like you believe it, all opposition. If you had some things in front of you and if you have some opposing things that have risen against you, say all oppression stands defeated. In the matter of fact, I declare by faith all obstacles, all opposition, all oppression, all of it will be defeated, is already defeated. None of it will survive this season in my life in the name of Jesus Now give him a praise like you believe it. (laughs) Obstacles, opposition, and oppression will not survive this season in your life. Your obedience activates his provision. Your obedience. he He provides before you even get there. He provides before you even get there. He provides before you even get there. You follow his instructions, his word, spirit, and you will find what you need to fulfill your God-ordained assignment. When God tells you to go somewhere, it's because he already defeated every enemy that could have possibly done harm to you. And he already planted everything you need to thrive. He defeats everything. He provides everything. God goes ahead. Your now and your next are married. Y'all missed that. I said, Your now and your next are married. Your now and your next are married. What you obey now will determine what you operate next. What you pray for now will determine what you praise for next. And what you sow now will determine what you reap next. If you know that your now and your next are married, your now and your next, here it is, here it is. Your miracle is waiting for you, your anointing is waiting for you. Your breakthrough is waiting for you. Your job is waiting for you. Your relationship is waiting for you. Your healing is waiting for you. You're no longer waiting for them. In this church, because we obey the word of God, you no longer say, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a breakthrough. That stops right here. You stop saying, I'm waiting for a healing. That stops right here. I'm waiting for a blessing. That stops right here. From this moment on, you will open up your mouth and declare by faith. There it is, biblically substantial. I'm not waiting for a miracle. There is a miracle waiting for me. All you need to do is get up, go in, and get it. What are you waiting for? Get over your past. Get over the hell you went through. Get over the offense. Get over what they did to you. Get over the shame. Get over the trauma. Get up in the name of Jesus. Step into everything that God has waiting for you. Get up and go in. Get up and go in. Tell your neighbor, get up and go in. It's already there. Just get there. Tell your neighbor, get there. Tell him, get there. Stop making excuses and get there. Stop blaming other people and get there. Stop looking at your past and get there. Stop. I I sense the Lord right now. Somebody get there. In 2022, you and your family will get there. Get there. Get there. Is there a church ready to get there? Pastor Seven, how do I get there? I don't have Google Maps. I don't have Ways. My GPS on my phone is not working. What's the right way? How do I get there? On, Jeremiah 6.16. This is what the Lord says. When you don't know how to get there. Because once you get there, it's already waiting for you. There. If you don't know how to get there, God has his own instructions. Here it is. The Lord says, stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way. It may be old school to some, but God says, it's my way. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. So even if they, if, they, if they tell us what we preach is old school, tell them that's the old godly way. It's, it's, it still works. Everything that God says about you, about your family, about your destiny, about your purpose, about salvation, about Christ, it still works. It hasn't changed. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path. And you will find rest for your souls. When you obey God in the now, God provides for your next. Everything you need to thrive tomorrow is already waiting for you. Get there. One more time. Say, get there. Get there. All Jesus just says, it's waiting for you. All you got to do is And you get there here. You get there here. You get there here, you get there. And sometimes you got to get there by leaving some people over here. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And it's not like, but we're supposed to care about them. No, he'll take care of that. He'll take care of that. But sometimes you got to leave them behind in order for them to get ahead. You missed it. Sometimes you got to get there. So you got to leave some people behind that are holding back the fulfillment of your God-ordained purpose. Get there. I got to hurry. Oh, the donkey was not just over there. The donkey, the donkey was new. Palm Sunday promise number two. The new from you attracts the now from God. You missed that. If obedient, your obedience activates God's provision, the second thing you should be writing down is the new from you attracts the now from God. Luke 19.30, you're going to get the donkey, yeah, it's waiting for you, but here's another thing, it's new. No one has ever ridden that one. Jesus entered triumphantly on a new cult. Not old, but new. And here's the problem, people want to step into their new season riding on old donkeys. I'm going to drop the mic and walk away. Jesus stepped into the best hashtag, best week ever for us. Uh Best week ever. Most difficult week for him. Best week for us ever on a new donkey. You can't step into something new riding old donkeys. No, old donkeys. What does that represent, Pastor Sam? I don't ride donkeys. Well, old strategies old habits old experiences even old anointing you can't step into something new riding old donkeys you got the new from you attracts the now from God what's the word? stop riding old donkeys you came to church on Palm Sunday to celebrate, elevate the vicarious atoning finished work of Christ That began, we commemorate that it began this week. But here's a word for you. Stop riding old donkeys. You want to step into your new season riding old donkeys. What we learned from this passage is that we don't be satisfied with the old. Don't be satisfied with the used. Demand the new. Jesus put it this way. And we talked about this last week. What a coincidence. The Luke version, Luke 5. No one puts new wine into old wine skin. Ephesians 4.22 has it. here it Here it is. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. To be renewed in the spirit of your minds. To put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. That's the new you. The new you. The new you is dangerous. Oh, you missed it. The new you is dangerous. This is for somebody here. The new you is dangerous. The world has yet to see the best version of you. The world is about to see the best version of you. The new you can't be held down. The new you is not a victim. The new you is not in a corner, in a fetal position, in perpetual victim mode. The new you is anointed. The new you is blessed. The new you is more than a conqueror. The new you is the righteousness of God. The new you is temple of the Holy Spirit. The new you is a co-inheritor with Jesus of absolutely everything. Are there any new people in the house here today? No, let me ask are there any new, are there any new, are there any born again believers in the house here today? I dare you right there where you're at, right there where you're at, to look at somebody next to you and tell them, I'm not who I used to be. No, no, look at your neighbor and tell them, I'm not who I used to be. This is the new version of me. This is the version the devil cannot stop. This is, this is the version hell cannot intimidate. This is, this is the version. This is the version. My past will regurgitate because I'm not who I used to be. Are there any new believers in the house? The new you. Stand with me, Sam. You're standing already. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new. Oh, the new you guys. We all go. Everyone here, there's an old version of Sam Rodriguez. There's a new version of Sam. We all have an old version of us. No one here. Okay. Oh, Pastor Sam, I had the same version I had from the moment I was born. It's just one version. No, no, there isn't. Some what the Bible says. Hence, you have to be born again. Oh, but the new you, you're not even the same person you were two years ago. You're not. You're, you're getting better and better and better and better and better because you look more and more like Jesus, more and more like Jesus. The more Jesus grows in you, the more you die to self. And the more you grow in Christ, and Christ grows in you. Oh, ho! Oh, oh. ho! Oh, the new you. the Oh, you, 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 you. Oh, the new you. Lamentations 3 says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. You, the new you, the new you. What did Jesus use? He used a donkey that was waiting for them. And he used a donkey that wasn't old. Jesus says, I'm going to ride on something new. So the moment you show, not that I'm calling Sam a donkey and calling you a donkey. But as it pertains to Christ being the glory of God, the author of Hebrews says, the glory of God rides upon something new. He's always looking for the new. So that's why he looks at you and says, which version are you? And if you're still living in your past, talking about your past, lingering in your past, just focusing on the past. He says, no, 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 the new, Give me, show me something new. And the moment you show him something new, he goes, aha. Let me put my glory right here. Let me rest, just rest my glory upon you. And God's going to use you to deliver his glory, to shine his light. But the, the last portion as you stand, the donkey was, the cult was bound, which is, it's weird, isn't it? Because God says, listen, what we need for this journey is ahead of you. Cool. It's new. Cool. But oh, one more thing, it's bound. You would go, not cool. I mean, it, why could, if it's over there? And it's new. Why couldn't you make sure it's what? Untied. Because he provides it. It's our our responsibility to release it. I'm going to prove it. Matthew eighteen eighteen. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loosen on earth. Will be loosened in heaven. I'm gonna provide it. God says, I'm gonna put it there, but it's your job to untie it. Let, let me prove it even more. When, when God provided the sacrifice for Abraham when he took Isaac up, there was a ram that he provided. It wasn't like God took the ram out of the thicket. God told them, Now the ram is there, it's your job to loosen the ram. You got you gotta when Lazarus that we preached about, when Jesus said, Lazarus come forth. How did Lazarus come out? We showed it here, like this. Jesus didn't automatically go like, Shh. "No." He said, "I did my job. Y'all need to do your job and loosen him and let him go." There's your God's job is to provide it. Your job is to untie it. <laughs> Pastor, yeah, I get that in the metaphor. What does that mean in real life? What unties? Raise your hands. I'm going to show you biblical. Forgiveness unties favor. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that. Forgiveness unties favor. Repentance unties redemption. Watch this for all the leaders and parents, whatever relationship you're in. Excellence unties elevation. Belief unties blessings faith unties fulfillment praise all biblically substantiated praise unties presence grace unties glory and love unties eternal life untie your family untie your finances untie your promotion untie divine health divine healing Untie holiness, untie justice in our communities, untie love, joy, and peace. Loosen it in Jesus' name. Oh. And for everybody saying, But it was a cult, it was a Prius, it wasn't a Maserati. Here's a verse for you Job 8 7. Though your beginning was small. somebody to take a screenshot of that verse although your beginning was small your latter days will be very great somebody shout like that's your thing somebody worship like you got that that's what god gave me he came in on a donkey on a donkey that was waiting for them on a donkey that was new and a donkey that was bound they all lined up with promises that we can only find in the finished work of Christ little footnote for everyone streaming around the world everyone here what if I tell you the the entire world is going to see Jesus again no joke that's going to happen he's going to have another triumphant entry You, you missed that there is another entry coming but the next time he will not be riding on a donkey the last time they saw him in Jerusalem they saw him come in on a donkey they brought down the palm branches. Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they gathered, but he was riding on a donkey. Next time, Revelation 19, 11 and 16. Next time, it won't be on a donkey. The Bible says the next time they see him, he'll be riding on a white horse. King of kings, Lord of lords. And we will be riding with him. Hey! We're done. Woo! Get ready. Here he comes. Lift up your hands. Heavenly Father, we are gathered. Woo, I sense your presence. We are gathered in your house on this Palm Sunday. As you remind us via your word and your spirit. As you remind us that what we need for this wonderful journey in you is ahead of us. It's already waiting for us. Thank you for reminding us today that obedience activates provision. When we obey your word, your will, and your way. When we obey the leading of your Holy Spirit provision is 100% guaranteed all we have to do is get there thank you for reminding us that the new of us attracts the now of God thank you for reminding us that you provided we untie it and we untie it through love and truth and forgiveness and grace and mercy and compassion through exhibiting the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Through living out the promises of your word. Through doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly before God. Thank you. And thank you. Because one day, woo, one day every single cable news network out there is going to have to cover. Woo! every social media page, every platform will have to cover the fact Christ coming, not on a donkey, but riding on a white horse, King of kings, Lord of lords, in Jesus' name. If you receive all of the promises, all of God's word, give him your best shout of praise you've given him. High five your neighbor, tell him, I got it, I got all three promises, they are mine. I'm walking out with them, each and every one of them. Wow. If you got this word, raise your hands. I hope you took some words down in your spirit. Put them down in your spirit. As matter of fact, Pastor Jeff, where are you? PJ, help me out. You, this is our coach. Uh, Pastor Jeff, make sure it's Palm Sunday. I want these sermon notes on our app. The entire message on our app. Everyone here who's here, they can download them completely free and just get them. Put these notes every single point, please. Except not the donkey from Shrek for crying out loud.